Hi and welcome back to Raise Your Vibes. This is your host, Miriam Khan. This one, this particular podcast may trigger some potential people listening to it because of some of the topics, obviously, I'm going to talk about. So I'm just giving some notice and heeding some notice, I guess, for those people out there who potentially might get triggered. For some of you, it could be something you can gain strength from, some wisdom from, maybe some enlightenment from. Either way, just making you aware. Now, when you've been in a relationship with a narcissist, someone that you've obviously um, made commitments to, ties to, loving vows to, you know, perhaps they have been your life partner, they've been your husband, wife, you may have had children with them and so on. You may be just in a situation where, you know, you've got yourself out of a relationship with them and you've worked really, really hard to overcome those difficulties and move on with your life and, you know, face going forward and help yourself to start again and to live again and to sort of breathe again and, you know, let life be new again, fresh again. For many of us, that has been a very, very difficult journey because... The narcissist, as you're aware, does not make that easy at all. They make that journey very, very difficult because there is this codependency and dependency relationship. There's a huge amount of gaslighting and emotional feelings involved, as well as some very, very difficult, painful journeys that you have to go through. And each of them obviously will go through those in different ways. Some of us get very, very traumatised by those individual aspects and some of us are able to move forward and heal and to sort of repair ourselves and start again. And for some of us, it's a very, very difficult journey. If we've been in a fortunate position where we've moved forward and we've started to relive our lives, then, you know, we've done a real huge job in trying to do that. And... We will have possibly gone through stages where initially when we left or we made that decision to make that clean break, the narcissist will try everything they can initially at the start to keep roping us back in, roping us back in, you know. And obviously um, we resist and we go forward, we start rebuilding our lives again and we start trying really hard to start again. And, you know, those, those particular first couple of months can be quite difficult. But what happens when you've had a longer period of time, you know, a much, much longer period of time where that life has been, you know, one of isolation, you've kept them out, you they don't understand what is happening to you because you've made sure that the barriers are in place, family members are aware, you're aware and so on, you know, of what is going on. So you have to be understanding that this particular chapter of your life is not something that is moving on and moving forward, you know? And what is a test to you, it's a testimony to you of your skills, is when you realise when that person does get in touch how much you have moved forward. Now, for me, it happened um, not so long back on Valentine's Day where there was um, a duration of, I would say, about nine months of not speaking to my ex-husband and 
Um, that includes obviously phone calls, voice calls, uh, messages and so on. And, you know, in, in the current day that we've got now, social media is so easy, isn't it, to keep in touch with someone. I made sure everything was almost like a fortress. You could not get in, you could not get out. Understandably, I kept seeing fake accounts, fake this, fake whatever, trying to, you know, get in touch. And I knew instinctively that it was him. So I made sure that things were tight in the sense that nobody was going to get into my particular aspect of life and make sure that nobody was going to communicate with me because I wanted to move forward and I wanted peace. And as far as I was aware, this was a closed chapter of my life and I am focused on my healing and I focused on my growth. So on Valentine's Day of all days, I didn't really expect to have any sort of communication, especially from him. And lo and behold, it came, you know, and it was the same rubbish that I guess some of us are used to, but you sort of see it as rubbish now when you most more or less have stepped back. You see the love bombing for what it is. So there was lots and lots of love bombing going on. I could have made the option of just deleting numbers and deleting messages and not communicating back, but I made the decision to actually listen to this individual and repeat again where I stood in that particular predicament. So for me personally, um, he had used a completely different number. He had tried to contact, he had tried several times to you know, display or put across numbers to talk to me. And I eventually allowed him to talk to me and I eventually had allowed a conversation to proceed after much um, conversation you know, uh, of exchanges of messages, I mean. And I was quite surprised at how grown I'd become at that stage. I hasn't, you know, been in fear. I hadn't been in pain. I hadn't been, uh, like, tormented. I was just, like, shocked that out of all the people in the world, he would communicate with me. And he was still the narcissistic person that he was because he was still coming from a place of anger, still coming from a place of pain, still coming from a place of trying to control people and so on. And what I ended up um, realising after that conversation was held and he was begging for me to go back and was proposing to me and so on and doing the whole love bombing thing, um, I realised my own self-growth. As I stood back and rejected his offers and pleas and so on. I wasn't hurt. I wasn't in pain. I didn't hold any anger or resentment or anything like that. If anything, I had realised how much I had grown without him and how much I had grown for the better and how much I had realised that I no longer um, was involved in any aspect, shape or form with any sort of attachment towards him, you know? And that was an interesting thing for me to understand. And it was an interesting thing for me to be aware of as well, you know? And some of us can be very, very scared of even having remote contact with our ex-narcissist. And that's fine, you know, some of us have have got to the point where we have restraining orders, it's very, very difficult. Some of us have no choice because we've got children with them. All of us, like I said, are in very, very different aspects, you know. We're in different situations with this particular context. And we have to deal with it 
the best way that we seem fit. But the point that I'm making is seeing your growth, seeing your understanding, seeing how much that person has um, not hardened your heart, but has allowed you to grow independently and has allowed you to grow willingly and with freedom, you know? And that's the aspect that we don't often realise. We don't often see that we've grown and we've outgrown them, you know? And that narcissist is also, in a way, doing like a, almost like a check. You know, how much can I get away with? What can I try to do? What can I try to get away with? What can I try to con, I guess, out of this individual? Can they be lured back into being with me and into being in this position of control and power? Or have they, you know, grown? And it's interesting how you sort of realise that as you step back. At the same time, you sort of realise as well how much they haven't grown and how much they are still in need of something from you, you know, whether it's, um, you know, emotional gain, financial gain, um, you know, whether it's just companionship. There's obviously something deeply missing in them in, them, in a big way for them to be wanting you and wanting that control back over you as well. But like I said, for me personally, it was um, a moment of, of wisdom and a moment of clarity. But also, like I said, when I realised that there was no ill feelings towards that person, there was no disharmony, there was no um, anger, anything like that, you know, mm. negative-wise, there wasn't anything. If anything, there was just... Um, this understanding that they were a different person to what I needed in my life right now and I had outgrown them. And as and when we spoke, I spoke my piece, I said what I needed to say and that was that, you know? And despite the, the other individuals repeated sort of like confessions of I love you, I love you, I love you, you realise they don't. They don't understand those words. They don't understand the meaning behind those words. They don't really care. It's all about power and control and what they can acquire and what they can afford to let go, you know? So these are important um, areas that we all have to understand that each of us have to let go, you know? And each of us have to regain some form of control and some form of freedom. And it's when you step back and it's when you see um, your understanding of this situation, that's what's important. So that's where we all have to stand back and not be in fear when that narcissist gets in control. Like I said, everybody's situation is different. My situation is going to be different to yours. Your situation is different to mine. Some of us won't have the courage. Some of us will be in fear. Some of us might be in fear of our lives, for example. And that's a legitimate thing. Some, for the safety of our children, may not want this person to have contact with us. And that's the thing that, in 2022, it's so easy now to purchase new numbers so quickly, so easily, so disposably, you know? There's different applications like Viber, for example, that allow you to purchase a number and pretend to be someone else. So it's things like that that are um, helping, I guess, these narcissists to 
um, you know, still remain in contact, even though if you've blocked them on all aspects of, you know, social media. The main thing is you keep working on yourself. You keep working on your heart. You keep working on your issues. You keep working on you. And you keep working on your own self-growth. That's what's important. That's what matters. Your healing matters. You moving forward with your life is what matters. You know, your heart um, being, you know, being in a lot of pain, being in very, very traumatic respects and then being in a situation where you come from that to healing that's what matters and you have to keep working on that you have to keep moving forward with that and that's what matters when the narcissist does get involved does try to trigger you does try to hurt you does try very very hard to you know put you back in the position where you used to be you just have to remember to move forward from that and to realize you're stronger than that and to realise that you don't need them anymore. What you need is you, you know? That's the main thing. It's very easy to go back to square one. It's very easy to be pulled back to their petty squabbles, their gaslighting, their love bombing. It is, it is very easy because these narcissists are very good at being manipulators. They're very good at triggering people they're very good at transforming and you know uh, pretending to be something that they're not they think that what they're offering you is what you wanted but actually it's not it's a mirage and that's where you do the growing up when you realize that this is not what you wanted you just want to be you you just want to be free that's what matters your personal freedom your personal mental health your own sanity and you know calmness around you that's what matters so don't let that narcissist take that away like i said all of us will have different aspects of this and for me personally it was a moment of big clarity and big growing up that i had done in that time we'd been apart so wherever you are in your particular journey just bear that in mind as and when they do get in touch do what you feel is right for you you know if you feel it's right to talk to them and you feel that you're ready to talk to them, do so if you feel you're ready to move forward. And if not, keep blocking. Keep, you know, if you have to go to the police and report, you know, harassment, do so. Do what's right for you. Each of us will do what's right for us. Take care on your healing journey. Take care on moving forward and take care with your heart. This has been Miriam Carnot, Raise Your Vibes. Bye for now.